missed it. Oh, wait, there it is. Now it started. I wonder what you were about to say. Are we not starting this one with the number of the show? I oh, feel PKN two sixty six. Thank God, now we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a Pavlov's dog. I can't start joking around until I hear what number we're on. Uh, yeah. No, I was going to joke because you were saying you're talking to Jackie about the impeachment thing. Yes. And then uh, I was saying there's way bigger news than that mm -hmm. that I'll bring up uh, after, okay. after we talk about that. But so yeah, you I, think it's a mistake uh, to impeach Trump. So Clinton didn't actually. Yeah. I don't think Clinton came out stronger because of the impeachment. I think that like if you go back and you look at how. Democrats performed in subsequent like Congress and House elections after that, they really overperformed, whereas most of the time they they lose a lot of ground to the other party because people just get tired and they want to flip flop. And I think a lot of people at the time were saying, yeah, that's because it really just made the Democrat voters at the time be like, we're on defense. We got to show up. Fuck, I'm vested. And people who otherwise wouldn't have did. I don't and think I that's see the that cause happening. and effect. I, here's my my take on it. Uh, the economy did amazingly under Clinton. Not saying Clinton did it, but it did amazingly during his term. There was the whole dot-com boom. Regular people were making lots of money, right? Mm -hmm. The economy's going up now, but you don't hear regular people talking about millionaires. At Cisco, like, be playing ping pong with some asshole, yeah. and he's like, I became a millionaire today. I just got enough options, and it happened. Anyway. Right now, that, it's mostly rich people getting richer. Yeah. Um, and then the dot-com crash happened after that. But when would you say that was, like the dot-com crash? 2000. And that's when W took office. So I'm not saying it was W's fault. There was um, a 9-11 happened in there as well. But I think that he got beat up because the economy got beat up during his term. And mm -hmm. that is what I think is the cause and effect, not so much the impeachment. No, oh, maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, like, there is going to be a crash before the next election. Like... I would assume, like, we're already so overdue for a recession. And if it does, like, he's going to be in. I don't disagree with you. Doo -doo. It's just that I thought we'd been due for a crash for two years now. And I'm starting to lose patience. You know, at lose some patience. point, I hope it doesn't of crash. one of those assholes that predicts a crash for six years in a row then says, see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I knew it's it like all that along. Guy, uh, <laughs> that guy, who was it? Like, the. Oh, something Krugman. He's like a New York Times economist who like has a bunch of followers, but people meme on him all the time for being just humiliatingly wrong every time. <laughs> he's got millions of followers, always fucking wrong. He's the guy who has the quote where he's like, "In two by two thousand two, we'll see this internet thing as no more influential than the fax machine." <laughs> and it's like, how, it. could, how could you possibly <laughs> believe that, even in the moment? Like, oh, it's just so silly. In the nineties, I didn't know. In the nineties, there were a lot of people who thought it was the next CB radio. Uh, they mm -hmm. they were like this online like people typing to each other is dumb. Uh, it's not a thing that's gonna <laughs> like catch on. It's stupid. It's it's the CB radio apparently in the seventies like moms were using it for entertainment to talk to passing truckers and other dads or whatever. It was CB mm -hmm. radio, and uh, of course it died out. And they were like you know CompuServe chat rooms will do the same thing, but it turns out people like text. Yeah, um, it's easy, it's convenient, and it's, it's really stood the test of time. I you know, <laughs> when you put it that way, it seems so obvious. I, I like it because I can disengage. You know, if, yeah. if I'm on any kind of voice, radio, phone, etc., uh, you have to get my full attention. And if you don't have it, it's completely obvious. If it's yeah. chat, 
You don't really know if I tune back in or if I'm a slow typer or if I'm also watching a video. It's eh, all fine. That's why I'm staunchly against this new technology that's like, so-and-so has read your message or so-and-so <laughs> has done it. Like, don't let me do this on my own time, please. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I wish you could turn I that I disabled off. that on my iPhone. Oh, I, I guess I, I probably could figure it out. Maybe you can too. But uh, my wife is like, I never know if you get your messages. It doesn't say red. And I'm like, oh, yeah, funny, that thing. <laughs> Gosh darn technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm as bamboozled as you are, baby. <laughs> I'll go talk to one of the geniuses at the store. You like jog ahead of your wife at the mall. being like, I'm just sure she's going to come in with a very simple question. Do not answer. So, <laughs> that would be fun. I want to get that on video. There's a crisp 20 in it for you. Just tell us you don't know what the issue is. And you can't fix it. That's the best part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am also against the whole like he's right. Oh, and then uh, and to add to it, like your friend is typing right now. Ha! Yeah, that's not good. No, no, I don't no. like that because I'll get sometimes like deep, even if it's something stupid where it's like I'm in a group chat with my friends and they're coming over for a party and I'm like texting everybody what to bring. And then I realize like I'm making this too complicated. You do it again. I need a little more detail than that. Do it again. And by that time, you're like, well, now I kind of have to send a long message or I'm going to look retarded. <laughs> or yeah. like I was planning, like going on a huge diatribe, ranting, and then it just said, bring soda and beer or whatever it is. Like, yeah, I've had, I've been falsely accused before. I got into a political debate on Facebook because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and, uh, like the guy said something, I said something back. The guy said something and I left. I was like, enough of this guy. And then I see in my absence, he's been going b -b bonkers on me, right? And some of the things are like, I can tell you're writing, but you're too much of a fucking pussy to get back to me because it says a friend is typing. And it's like, dude, <laughs> a friend I, is yeah, I was like, I was literally not home for all of this you're insanity that you spilled out there. Yeah, friend. Is he like, is his, uh, let me guess, his profile picture is him <laughs> sitting in a car with sunglasses on, selfie. <laughs> Probably. I don't even remember who it was That's anymore. That's the eternal boomer. Uh, he, he's <laughs> just a... I don't... Everyone sees the world through their own lens, yeah. etc. The conservatives in my world are filled with confidence, but not facts. And they love to shout... You gotta stop going on Facebook for political stuff. Oh, my stuff. God. Yes. And, uh, you're, you're, and I, I just like unfollow and I disable them, but they keep popping up. I have a thousand friends. I can knock down 25 like whack-a-mole, and I've got 24 more crazies just talking about it. Idiocy. <laughs> and uh, they're always posting like fake shit. Like, oh, look at this climate gathering. They all left plastic bottles behind. And it's from like a music gathering six years ago. It's not the same people. Anyway, bonkers. Uh, mm -hmm. and yeah, he went, oh, you get somewhere. that on both sides. Definitely. Do. Like, uh, well, I'm like sure a lot it of people happens on, on both sides. I get it. On posting like side. the, o the Obama, like kids in cages things from 2014. And that was what sparked that. Oh but, like, yeah. Yeah. You going on social media and looking at people talking about politics is like, like everyone comes out of it knowing even less. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> like, you get actively dumber the more <sighs> you do it. Yeah. But hockey season's in like a month, and so that means... preseason game. I don't, Philly already has its first preseason loss. We're kind of happy. Oh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You guys are... But speaking of your second team, mm. news today between the Blues and the Hurricanes. Uh, I didn't know. The, what do you got? Yeah. 
the Blues traded Joel Edmondson, one of our younger defensemen, and a prospect who this guy named Bach, who might actually be pretty good. He's a winger, and then a seventh round pick to Carolina. Carolina gave us a fifth round pick and Justin Falk. Oh, Justin Falk's yeah. a big thing. He was one of our. Yeah, he's like he's pretty. He's better. I, and we signed him for seven years. I'm nervous about that because how old I don't, is he? He's 27. So it's not that bad, but not that, not that bad for the next three years. No, not that bad for the next three years. Plus, he's good on the power play. That's what we need. I think we're the first team in NHL history to win the Stanley Cup while having while being negative on the power play. Not just not scoring on the power play, <laughs> but like letting more shorthanded goals in. <laughs> like every time it happened, we'd be watching it like a watch party in the, the especially in the last series versus the Bruins, they'd get penalized like Marshan would slash. Petrangelo, and they'd be like, all right, two minutes. We'd be like, fuck! <laughs> Guys, we just got to make it through this power play. <laughs> and, <laughs> Am I looking at dog number one or dog number two? This is number two. Number yeah, two. This is, this is Fozzie. It turns out he was, a, he was a bit of a bad influence on the first dog for the first couple days. Mm. Now, the first dog had only had like an accident, like one pee in the house up till then, and it was like a... <sighs> I'm three months old and I'm panicking kind mm-hmm. of pee like that kind of like brand new environment. I'm, I'm scared. And then we brought him and immediately both dogs get along great. They're having a, a grand old time and we just didn't want them to become little mischievous fuckers together. Mm-hmm. And what I found is if you don't watch them, they will get into mischief immediately. And so <laughs> we're in the middle of crate training. And last night I'm, we, we made chicken wings. We're sitting there, we're eating and we let them run around in my my living room, which is like attached to my kitchen. Don't fucking do that. Uh, <laughs> attached to my kitchen, and I'm sitting down eating, and I stand up to look. They're both just playing with a ball, fighting over it, doing that like ah like puppy play thing. And I go back down. I sit down, take like two more bites of a wing, stand up, and there's a pile of shit in the corner that I couldn't see from there. And it was because this little guy started the party, and then Teddy was like. <laughs> they're not going to get us both in huge trouble. And so, <laughs> and so he shit too, but they've been since then they've been good. And I think they got yelled at enough that they know that's, that's wrong. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun so far. They're doing really as good as I thought. Does Fozzie know he's second choice? Fozzie. He does not. He doesn't speak English. <laughs> he's at unaware. All. No, he does not. Know. He is obsessed with imagine it. if it was people you were adopting like you went home you bring like little macy or whatever the fuck her name is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then four days later you're like all right lucy you can come too yeah, just, <laughs> or if just like you know mandy she's really lonely so we went and got justin to keep <laughs> just, right? just picked up an extra extra one and it's like i can't imagine what happens like like way back when your big dogs used to shit in the house because we've always had more some dogs on the smaller side in my family and when both of these guys have a big shit party i imagine it's like a total of a third of what one great dane makes because it's like tootsie rolls i hear you yeah i literally don't remember them ever pooping in the house like even Mm -hmm. when we get them at whatever 10 weeks old you know they've got adult-sized dog colons or whatever like it but they have peed in the house when they were training mm. and that is a nightmare like it oh it's like two cups of oh <laughs> dude like i t- t- is it like, like you peeing <laughs> at least like <laughs> like I, i'm little like i usually jackie handles all that problem right so I, i'm fortunate in that regard but if she's not home i'm like fuck this i'm just gonna sacrifice a towel 
That's my favorite. <laughs> I'm just going to use a fucking bath towel, sop the whole thing up, put it straight in the outside trash can, and and now the problem is 95%. You know, I just clean it up with yeah. like Windex and a paper towel after that. But uh, yeah, that, that you sacrifice a human towel. Yeah. That's the method. <laughs> well, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, when these guys pee, it's like not much, but it's more the, the <clears throat> insult. Teddy, the one who we had for... Our, initially had the gall the other day to like we were sitting down we'd just taken him out and he like went into piss pose and my girlfriend was quick on her feet reaction time mm. like a like a sniper and just screamed at him Are scared him out of quick on their feet with reaction they're like the opposite of that, okay right? like a boxer then <laughs> <laughs> she was really patient yeah, was really patient. Let him finish, and uh, and then quietly brained him. She was a quick scoper. That's what she was. Yeah, she three sixty nabbed that dog. And, yeah, it, I think that really terrified him, and so uh, he stopped before he could get going, and we, and we took care of that. But I'm liking them so far. They're they're learning sit. They're learning, you know, kind of the basic bitch stuff. I I already figured out up and around. It's going to be real easy for them because they already kind of start turning around on their own when they do that. If I just sync it with what they're doing now, they'll put them oh, together, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Making them play on the hardwood floor, hilarious because <laughs> they, they cannot get a grip whatsoever. But yeah, I'm loving them. They're, they're pretty, pretty well behaved. You're making me nervous. Stop sniffing. Are dog sizes and dog brains related? Because I, we had this they topic about animals before. And you said, yes, brain size and intelligence are obviously related. And then you started listing animals. And you're like, elephants are smart. Dolphins are smart. People are smart. Birds are dumb. Like, so does, there's a huge disparity in dog brains and size. Some are 10 times the size of others. So are little dogs dumb? No, no, they're not dumb. Like, uh, it, it depends. Like a chihuahua, fucking retarded. Absolute idiot. Bulldog, pug, stupid. Um, poodles, pretty smart. Uh, Bichons are smart. Hmm. Poodles. He, he's chewing on a fucking Lego or something right now. No. <laughs> right, I have a question for you. Yeah. Jackie and I got dogs, a pair of dogs like you. We may be a little bit younger. And I think that while we didn't vocalize it, we were kind of trying on parenthood to see how it fit. Has mm -hmm. that thought entered your head? Have you guys vocalized it? You look distracted as fuck. What is your dog doing? Sorry, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was yelling for my girlfriend to be like, I just, just watch him for a bit. He's chewing <laughs> shit all over. Because I, I, I have not puppy prepped this room at all. This, they're not allowed in here. Uh, no, I, I, I think that's probably like a subtext kind of thing, like seeing how well we would do with this. But uh, it was just as much like wanting a dog like I, they're they relieve stress. They're friendly. It's good to have around. Um, they're always so excited to see you. Like I can put like put up in their fucking kennel for hours today while I was out doing stuff and get back. And if you locked me in a room for hours and you came and unlocked it, I would not be pleased to see you. <laughs> I would be like, you son of a bitch. What's wrong with you? Why would you do that? I had to shit in the corner. But uh, <laughs> no, I come home and I let them out, and they're just. Oh, oh, like, like to be a dog, they don't even know what drugs are. They don't need them. 
like mm-hmm. attention is their drug mm-hmm. and like basic bitch snacks like compressed chicken gizzard that's too gross to feed humans they're just oh man like <laughs> sat in my cage for five hours <laughs> pooped peed the guy who locked me in the cage came home gave me a piece of like turkey unseasoned it has been a day like, <laughs> <laughs> if only every day could be like this one yeah like, man <laughs> this place rules dude yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah it's, it's there's probably some subconscious thing for that and then also like my my girlfriend and a lot of women i think are like this they just have that innate nurturing like aim like jackie sounds like she has this in spades where just they're just like i just i'm getting stressed out i have nothing to care for Mm -hmm. i have nothing to take care of i have nothing to give love to like you're an adult man i i I cook for you and stuff you can like take care of yourself yeah and enough (laughs) is enough enough. if you really want to i'll let you blow me (laughs) (laughs) that's not the kind of nurturing that's what i can offer (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah funny thing baby i'm tired of cleaning up after you when you shit in the house (laughs) funny thing baby all my nurture receptors are in my penis (laughs) if you really want to laying on my back in the living room (laughs) my dick sucked (laughs) that's funny but yeah i'm I'm really enjoying having them which i'd gotten dogs a little earlier uh yeah we just get the house fairly recently too that's true yeah i I would not have wanted them in my my old apartment. They would have slipped down those stairs and killed themselves like right away. Do right. you have hardwood stairs or do your stairs have carpet on them? I have uh, like part of my upstairs is carpet and another part is hardwood. Mm. Like my dining room is hardwood. My uh, kitchen's hardwood. My living room area is is carpet. And then the stairs, because I live in a ranch style home, oh. is uh, carpet. Okay. Yeah. Our... Yeah. Our stairs in this house are carpet because that's our preference. So we have like a runner that goes to they're hardwood, but there's like a carpet runner in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And but in Apex, they were straight up hardwood and they were tricky to navigate a little bit like yeah, in socks. Yeah. The business. And, and even visually, like ever see pictures of carpet that just shouldn't be on stairs, you know, because like it messes with just your hideous. your yeah. sense of perception and like you can't tell where one step ends and one begins and it's like it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. I think hardwood is comparable to that. You know, there's typically just grain running sideways and visually it's just one big thing. So I like carpet on the stairs. Yeah. <clears throat> I like I like hardwood. I like car obviously I want hardwood in my, my kitchen, in my my dining room, because cleaning shit up off of carpet would suck. But I really like because my old car had leather in it mm. and it was black with illegally tinted windows. Thanks, retard, you had it before me. But I wasn't going to pay to get that fixed. <laughs> I didn't do it. I'm not paying hundreds of dollars to fix that. But, like, during the summer, you get in there, and it's like, if you're wearing shorts, you, you have to, like, stand outside your car for two, three minutes and let it cool down or it'll burn you. Mm. Whereas I got cloth in my current one and because it was cheaper and I didn't fucking care. It's, it really is more comfortable, it's in my better. opinion. I, I like it. This the, is great. It's like, oh, it's going to stain easier. I don't fucking care. It's a Honda. Yeah. But plus, if if it's like the Tacoma, that's kind of a stain resistant cloth with the stain obscuring pattern. It's never yeah. been a problem. What what is it? Oh, it's tan with squiggles all over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you don't even notice. And and like you said, I, I think cloth is now the the truck is leather. I think it's actually leather, not something supposed to be like leather, like so yeah. many other things. But um, it has vented seats, so they help a lot. Like you crank the little. Vents on, and then suddenly the seats are room temperature in a heartbeat. 
Yeah, mine did not have that. Yeah, it's nice. And and if you um, like, let's say you sit on the seats and you're sweaty. Maybe you entered the truck sweaty. If you just mm-hmm. lean forward a little bit, it like blows air on your back and dries it off. That's kind of oh, cool. It's like nice an air feature. hockey table, kind of. Um, people know it. I was, uh, I was doing. I used a chainsaw for the first time in my life a couple days ago. Did you get a safety lesson? Because they they'll bite you. I did not. Uh, the guy I the guy I rented it from at oh, no. Home Depot was like, he gave it to me, and he gave me like the visor and the hat and things, mm-hmm. and the whole time like, like I'm treating it like a gun, like because okay. I've I imagine it could cause a lot of damage. It's it's a chainsaw. They're grabby and, and jumpy. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, and so. The, my my safety lesson was I went in, I said, I'd like to rent a chainsaw for the day. And he gave it to me and he said, there's this where you're holding it. And then in front of that, there's like a little guard that mm-hmm. if you accidentally fall forward, I guess, with your hand, instead of it getting chainsawed, it like hits that kill switch and the whole thing shuts down. Okay. And that was it. He didn't give me any tips, didn't ask if I'd used one before. I, that was it. So I got home with it. I revved it up got it going and I, I wanted to take out a couple trees in my yard like I've, I've got one really big tree that i was not about to try and tackle i'm gonna pay people to remove that i would have destroyed my, my sunroom and so i went out there started cutting it down and it is first of all a lot of fun it is a good time it makes you feel cool as you're <laughs> going through it and it's also way more work and way more exerting than i thought because i'm like holding it up for branches and i'm like this is this is a heavy thing to do over and over and over and then i felt like a bitch because it's like oh would you rather go back and buy a handsaw you pampered 21st century cunt and so yeah that i i all of that went off without a hitch I got all the trees down down to the stump where i have to call and have like a stump company come and remove them my my yard and my house looks a lot better from the street view now because it's not as obfuscated with all the the trees. I left a couple trees though. Uh, I I I gutted all of like the people who lived here before, like that whatever the little decorative shit with plants is in front of your house, where like there's either mulch or stone in there, sure, you know. Sure, the landscaping. And they had like, landscaping. I'm such a retard. Yeah, <laughs> they, they had like these really ugly like square off shaped shrubs and like the, mm. these stupid plants i like went like low to the ground with the chainsaw and just took all of those out there's no plants in my front yard right now at all like okay. gutted it i'm getting it taken care of and i the two big pieces of log that were left i didn't think to cut those into smaller pieces because i was like oh me and my dad we can carry that and we could not yeah they were <laughs> you know what's quite heavy <laughs> <laughs> I know. And so, like, one of them was like the size of my torso and head, like, and wider. Dude, my like, tractor could barely barely carry that. I don't know what you're yeah, thinking. It was, <laughs> it was a really big piece of wood. And then the other one is like five feet tall and big around. And I, I just wasn't wasn't fucking thinking. They were just laying in my yard. I returned the chainsaw, and then like me and my dad were like, oh. Shit. <laughs> we probably should have cut this out. And so and so I went we went to the smaller one, which is like the V-shaped one. It's like my torso. Mm. And we go to to pick it up and we're like each on one on each side, like trying to reach out one side of one of the V sides, and then we've got the, the edge on the bottom part, and we're trying to throw it into this giant ass dumpster that I rented. And it's like like a six foot tall dumpster to get it into to heave it into the container and so we get like right 
up to the side, like shimmying, trying to get it. And my dad like semi drops and slips his side and it pops me right in the head and, and, oh, and it stunned the, me. Is the tree okay? Yeah, is the tree okay? <laughs> no, the tree was damaged. <laughs> so it slipped towards me and then it started to slip forward and uh -huh. it crushed my left index finger between the, the log and the uh metal on the dumpster, dumpster. Uh -huh. and like after that i was like in a lot of pain but i was still thinking like if we put it down we're never gonna get it up <laughs> so, so we, we heaved that one in there my forehead was bleeding is you your can't father see strong like you uh he's he's a strong guy. He's, he's not as strong as me but he's uh -huh. a strong guy uh -huh. um so my uh he's I, more of like a cardio kind of guy i didn't than notice it till just guy. now there is a mark on your forehead yeah you would be able to see more it, it's sealed up all right it's been like uh -huh. three days now but there was like uh blood coming down my face from that and it and i didn't even notice the head part of it because my finger was in such extreme <laughs> pain and you can't actually the the nail coloration is not nearly as bad as i thought it was going to be it's like purple on there some and then the front there's a big bruise on the pad of my my finger i can see it, that yeah where it got smashed and so i kept it wrapped up for a couple days I, I can't bend it that well so i haven't been working out but yeah lesson learned the damn the danger wasn't from the chainsaw it was from not using the chainsaw enough let me toss this out in case you rent the chainsaw again to, to you know cut these things mm -hmm. in, in half when yeah. <laughs> I, I actually have a lot of chainsaw experience if the mm -hmm. chain hits the dirt it gets instantly dull and you really? might be thinking instantly it's like magic like you absolutely have to have to get the tree a few inches off the ground because if you if that thing hits the dirt and runs for even an entire second then that chain won't cut the same and the difference yeah. is dramatic and your personal workload will go up 10 times even you know working with a dull blade sucks i was chain i was i, I probably went too much on the side of being careful with that oh you like, knew it oh, okay I, I didn't know that but i just knew like like, I, I just knew that it was awkward to hunker down and try and get it that close to the mm -hmm. ground. And I just didn't feel like I had a safe balance with it, but yeah, well, that's, that's good to know. I did, uh, accidentally hit my driveway with it at one point as I was going through a, a big log, trying to get it in a piece I could cut. Like I didn't realize it was that close to the bottom. And then it goes Meep! on my, <laughs> on my driveway and like made a, a divot, but it, it was maybe an eighth of a second, but enough right. that it like, I know what you mean when it says it can run. Cause it made like an eight inch, like whoop, real quick. Yeah. In no it, time it, at all. Not, you probably knew this intuitively cause you're smart, but there will be temptations where you're tempted to use the nose of it, right? Maybe you're taking out a little branch or just poke it or whatever. If you put the nose on it, it can jump and run and behave erratically and uh. dangerously. So you use the cutting side all the time, never the tip. Tips are it didn't even cross my mind to use the tip side because I thought of it like a cool sword. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> slicing through. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it was it's, it's I'm gonna they, have to fucking rent it again. It's when they move on you in unexpected ways that you get hurt. And that's uh, you know, so just use it in the predictable normal ways where you chop it like a sword and do your thing and uh, mm -hmm. careful your trees are down now but careful about waving it around over your head you know because yeah you can probably do that really well until you lose your footing and then all your athleticism has gone because you're stepped yeah. on a moving rock or something and yeah and now there's a chainsaw hitting you or someone around it, you but it, like yeah. i really did i was i walked around with it like 
like it was a gun because my girlfriend was out there like weeding and helping and my, my dad was out there doing stuff. And so like every time I'd finish cutting something, I'd, I'd like turn it off almost and, like turn it down like that. Where it's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't fully trust this, yeah. this machine. So yeah. yeah, the that's so funny that you brought up. You're like, do you go into any safety lessons? Did you Google how to use it? <laughs> and now I'm like, no, no, that Home Depot guy just, shipped me off with a chainsaw. <laughs> you kind of got a lumberjack vibe about you. I had to give you a chainsaw. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I went back in later in the day to... Or Did you give him safety day. lessons? Well, he had a beard, boss. Ah, yeah, you're yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I, I went in to return it before I'd showered because I had more stuff to do when I got back. And I, like... I had no idea how much sawdust this puts on you. Where, like, my body's just caked. Mm-hmm. It scared one of my dogs that I, <laughs> I I didn't even look like myself. Apparently, just shit everywhere, and yeah, I would do it again though. It was fun. Do you have hearing like, protection? Gonna, uh, yeah, it came yeah. with like a uh, a helmet like with this a, like with a, a, a little visor nice. that was like made of mesh. Which, mm. who I mean, I, I I didn't even know I was, did know to get a visor. I showed up at the the place to get it with just those like airsoft glasses basically Mm -hmm. and then they put that big thing in the bucket with like a gas can and i was like oh well i guess i guess my idea was bitch made and i I was i was gonna do it without any hearing protection that didn't cross my mind (laughs) i I usually wear you know eyes and ears so not too different than what you might wear shooting you know okay that's not too bad yeah probably the most collateral damage was the fact that this was a saturday i started at 9 a.m and so my neighbors could not have enjoyed that <laughs> but i had to get it done man had to get the- do you know your neighbors yeah. yeah yeah i know uh all of them except for one and even them i met but they were like not curt just like number one a couple 30 years older than me mm-hmm. and so not much there mm-hmm. and it was just kind of a high goodbye Probably see you never. But my other neighbors are very nice. Yeah, mm. they're they're all like in their uh, ones in like their late thirties. The others in their uh, probably early fifties, late late forties. I don't know. I know that uh, when I met one of them, uh, she, like I was, we were talking in the backyard over the fence, just like in Home Improvement. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I, I just my first house. I'm really excited about it. It's gonna be a lot of work, but it, it's gonna be fun. And she's like, oh. Man, you're, you seem pretty young. How old are you? I'm like, oh, I'm t- 27 at the time. She's like, oh, I've got a 27 year old son. And I was like, like I, I was like, man, I didn't, I wanted, I didn't know what to say to be like. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty full on friends right now. Like, <laughs> well, I was going the other way. Like, uh, maybe you could leave and give him the place. <laughs> I'd much yeah, rather I mean, he live there. <laughs> is he a weirdo? Is your son a weirdo, or is he like a cool guy around the neighborhood? I can come hang out with me. Uh. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the homeowner life. It's uh, there's always a new expense, which I don't like. Where it's like I you'll you'll pay for a plumber to come out and look at something, and pay the sixty seventy dollar whatever home insurance copay or whatever, and then it turns out that plumber's a fucking retard. This happened in the last couple of months, and so I had to have him come out again and send a competent guy who takes three minutes and fixes it. So, but I'm I'm just. You know, scratching the surface. I've only owned it for like nine months. And so I'm sure I know my roof's in good shape, or at least that's what the inspector said, but I don't trust those people anymore after immediately there was a, a plumbing issue. And he missed the fact that my fucking dishwasher didn't work. Like immediately, my like uh, walked in to use the dishwasher and didn't work, even though that was like didn't part work. of the thing. It can, it can mean a lot. Like, it, did it not get things as clean as you expected? 
Or did it like not have any lights turn on? Like literally non-functional. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it would take one second of someone going, hey, can you, uh, not even inspector, can you go uh, turn on that dishwasher? Ah, no, it is broken. Like, it, is, <laughs> okay. yeah. it does not turn on. Yeah, and my, if it my does turn on. The sucks. The dishwasher left spots on the glasses. Like, well, yes. tail, your expectations are high. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so the finger thing sucked. Uh, mm. Getting hit in the head. Uh, kind of cool, though, because all my friends, when I had company over later that night, I looked tough, they said. <laughs> I looked like I'd been in a fight. Been I in a think. Scrap getting a bloodied head and carrying on is kind of a hockey thing like that i think so that's hockey player tough if you had lost a tooth you'd be pretty badass no that oh that would have sucked because all my teeth unexpected expenses i would have lost all of them (laughs) and but like like yeah my dad like he never well he was a hockey dad he took us there all the time and so he's like okay okay all right well Let's finish up out here, and then we got to build that shelves, <laughs> yeah. the shelves in the basement. You know, we can make a paste out of blood and sawdust. We'll get you patched up. Yes. <laughs> we'll I've be got good. some super glue here. <laughs> I, I never understood how that is a safe way to, to close wounds. Do you know that's why is it that, was invented? Really? Yeah, I, did, man, I actually no, didn't know this. That, that type of glue was meant to seal wounds. That was its original use. Damn, I always thought it was like a last-ditch effort of like, all right, well, you're going to get chemicals in your bloodstream and in your body from this scary glue, but don't want you to bleed out, like that kind of thing. I always thought it was... So here's the woody take on glues. Glues fall into two families. There is the glass family and the rubber family, and that's what they do when they dry. So like epoxies and super glue, when they harden up, if you hit them with a hammer, they would like shatter. Yeah. But then you've got like wood glues and some other rubber glues where they're a little flexible. I always thought it was weird that the human body wouldn't do better with like a rubber family glue. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. I know what wood glue is, but I only know that because it's a slightly different color. I I don't know why. (laughs) Wood glue and paper and like the Elmer's white glue are the same, except that the white glue dries more slowly. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes woodworkers will use the white glue because they need more what they call open time, like the assembly time. Mm-hmm. So like it imagine a headboard with like a thirty different like vertical slats, you know, for the handcuffs, of course. Yeah. And <laughs> so when I built stuff like that, I would use white glue because it takes a long time to put it in like the sixty holes and mm. you need to buy yourself time. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Woodworking talk. Have you done any woodworking recently in like the last couple of years? No, the closest, Colin and I, I teach Colin math and we were doing geometry and like area and things like that. So we went out to the shop and cut a couple 45s and made a 90. We made triangles and hexagons and shit like that. You know, so we it were seems doing like, angles. Uh, <laughs> like, that's funny. I can picture you being like, and Colin, this is the hexagon and you take these pieces and do that. And he's like, yeah, I get it. I totally understand it. Let's move on. You're like, well, I don't know if you do. Let's go out to the shop and play with this one. <laughs> We're going to make sure you really understand dodecahedrons by the end of this. <laughs> no, in the shop, I, I feel like um, that lesson, it was Jackie's idea, and I thought it was cool. It's, you know, it's nice to get out in a little bit. When she teaches mm-hmm. fractions, she sometimes cooks. You know, We're going to do a quarter cup of this and two-eighths of that. And, and, That's um, a good idea. Yeah, it, well, you know, especially with Colin, who doesn't learn verbally as well. Like you, I'm sure, learn verbally really, really well. 
But uh, Colin's the it's opposite. Visual and like tactile. Visual and uh, manipulatable, they call it. Like things you can, feel, you know, you use tactile, that works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, so you take him in the shop and show him angles and such and, you know, make some angles with him. But there was a lot there. You know, he's using my table saw and there were all kinds of like safety lessons intermingled with what a 90 degree angle is. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know that he really got geometry out of that lesson but whatevs you know? he just got more fun <laughs> yeah yeah got some carpentry it's worth it <laughs> poor kids got a rookie teacher every year <laughs> Me. <laughs> like, uh that's gonna suck if i have well when i have kids and they take a lesson harder than i can figure out and that's it's gonna be especially embarrassing when it's like long division and i'm like <laughs> i remember i knew how to do this <laughs> what happens with me and it might happen with you too is they like change some of the details and how like i've got long division right it's an, an algorithm you know a set of steps that i can follow and do and it's no yeah. trouble and then they they teach your kid and all of a sudden they're like what so you break 938 into 900 a 30 and an eight divide them all up separately and then add them back together why are you doing it that way like it, so now I'm supposed to oh, help my yeah. kid with my homework and you have a new technique and it's not that I don't understand the new technique. It just like, my, yeah, I like it's my a, way. Yeah. It's common core math is what they call it. And so many parents and friends of mine who have kids who are at that day, at that age where they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I've never met someone, even teachers I know who you have to do that. They have to do it. They're not allowed to teach it the other way. Are they're like, yeah, it's, it, it confuses the shit out of kids because they'll be like, all right, we're doing division. And multiplication and subtraction and addition <laughs> all to get the same division number. You know, what's 10 uh, div- divided by 2? Well, don't do it in your head and certainly don't do it the easy way. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. <laughs> and like, it doesn't make sense why they fucking did that. Like, it, it, nobody likes it. It confuses the shit out of kids and it, it takes makes problems take way longer. Yeah. My understanding is. Right. And, and, and then also, I just feel like I don't know it. Like, like I'm supposed to break this into like six different T's and squares and boxes and like, yeah. So uh, that was always tricky. With Hope, though, it's like, so I could help her with her homework for years and years and years. Then she becomes a freshman and a sophomore and she's learning like trig. And it's like, yeah, you know, Hope, uh, I really feel like you doing trig without me will prepare you for college when I'm not there. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's not that I suck a trick. No, there must be some other reason. No, it's that this is this is gay. (laughs) (laughs) Trigonometry, what the gayest of maths? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh, I, I, I hate like math is weird because I hated having to learn it. Mm-hmm. Like, like learn the formulas. That part sucked because it was just like, oh, this is so boring. But once you got it down and you could like knock them out, like formulaically, it was like, oh, this is kind of, it's just like a little puzzle. This is kind of nice. You know, like it, it, oh, it makes sense. This is rational. Whereas like English and stuff, even though I was always way better at that, like writing and, and public speaking and things, it would be like, I'd write something that I was for sure was trash and I'd get a great grade because I like knew the teacher's favorite movie or something. Mm. And then I'd do other things where I wrote what I thought was really good. And they'd be like, you totally missed the point of 
fucking uh, th- your book report on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> First of all, I would not miss any points. All the points are present. <laughs> they're, all, they're all there. I remember one time. Why are you presenting yourself like you're the subject ex- subject matter expert in this room? Yeah. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's Gimli's grandfather's name? Hmm? Hmm? I bet you don't know. I bet you have friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one time when I was a maybe like a junior or something in high school, uh, there was this teacher, this English teacher that really disliked me because I was I would always be not disruptive in class, class, but I had little commentaries like make people like make people laugh and as I made friends. And so I like she did not care for me. And I wrote a paper that I thought was really good and turned it in, did terribly. And I even like. Like I was like, my parents were asking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I thought I did really good." You know, every other English class, I tend to do well. And she's just, she, I really, I genuinely think she doesn't like me. And my mom was like, "I don't know. We'll see. How about your next paper assigned? You let me write it, and we'll see what you get." And I did it under the, uh, you know, under the auspice of, "Oh, yeah. Well, if you write it and it gets a bad grade, then we'll know she doesn't like me." But in my head, it was like, "Don't have to do that paper." <laughs> Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And so brought the next assignment home to her. It was like, hey, it's not bad. It's like a five page essay on blah, 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 blah. And my mom's like, oh, this will be kind of fun. You know, it's like being in school again. And so she starts doing it and like gives it to me the next week. And I go to turn it in. Didn't even read it. Didn't, did not care. And no, this is my senior year. This is when like, no, nothing mattered. Okay. I already had enough credits. I was fine. I was going to graduate. A okay. And I go, I turn it in, I get it back. D. I got a, a D, like a 64%. And like it was the first time I got a D where like I just talked to my friends in my class from like hey, that paper my mom wrote got me a D. <laughs> and everybody like they all thought it was funny. So I brought it home and I'm like, Mom, I got the paper back. She's like, Oh, let me see, let me see, let me see. And I give it to her. And it's a low D. And she's like, oh. He, she just does not like you. <laughs> that is a very good paper. I, I, I made the bibliography. I made the work cited. I did all this and that and this. And I, I, I cited it correctly. MLA format. And she just does not like you. And I'm like, I'm telling you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> just, <laughs> That's great, so though. Was, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, there was. Uh, I'm thinking of other <laughs> stupid <laughs> shit we used to do. My, my youngest brother got in trouble once for like. I was always a pretty pretty good student because I'm such a high anxiety person. I'd be like, I have to get this done or I'm going to be stressed out. And he is the opposite. He could chill with, you know, a hurricane coming towards him and with a hundred papers due while the hurricane's coming. <laughs> and so he was, this is, he was in fourth grade at the time, which is not an age you should be struggling to finish assignments. And he had gotten in trouble so many times where he'd like come home with his folder. And then my parents would be like, you got to go do your, your homework. You got to go do your homework. Do it. Put it back in the folder, and then you can play with Legos. And he'd go, okay. He'd go down to his room, throw the folder on his bed, and play with Legos all night. My parents would come down and say, did you do it? And he'd say, yep. And <sighs> go in the next day, not have it. And he did this over and over and over and over until the point that he'd be like bringing worksheets home in the folder. And my parents, my mom and dad would be like, now we need to see it. We need to see it when you're done. And he'd go do a couple, remove the sheets he didn't want to do from the folder and like throw <laughs> them away. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm done. Like, <laughs> and then the next morning they'd be like, your son did not do the homework again. And I'm like, how is this possible? It was, it was so bad. 
and he was skipping so many things that eventually my parents were like, you cannot do anything other than your homework. You're going to come home. We're taking your folder away from you immediately, <laughs> laying that all out in your room. You're going to do it all. And then you can either go to bed or read the Bible. That was all he was allowed <laughs> to do. Go to bed or read the Bible. And he went in there and I caught him so many times. Like I'd walk in and he'd be playing Legos with like his Bible tactically open nearby. Homework not done. <laughs> like, Taylor, please don't tell on me. Please don't tell <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. You do you, do you buddy. Is he it's middle or youngest? Youngest, yeah. I'm, That's funny. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, he was the, the worst of that. Yeah. I was the worst. He, the, yeah. I, oh, I'm yeah. relating to a lot of these stories. Except... It's a, <laughs> Except I guess your brother didn't get hit with a shoe or no a just, hanger or yeah, snow basic spankings or, for him. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. needed the ingenuity of your parents. <laughs> yeah. I, I they um they had this like they'd give a like a calendar with the work on it. And then when you did the work, your parents would sign it every day. And that was a way oh. that the teacher and the parent would kind of communicate. So I started forging her signature, and I got better throughout the year. Yeah. Still got busted all the time. Yeah. And then sometimes I'd be falsely accused. Like, like one time I was having my mother sign it, but she was in bed, so she just signed it on a remote control, and her handwriting was awful, similar to mine. So yeah. going forward, and, and like they, yeah, you know, she's like, "This is obviously forged. It's not." They talk. My mom explains. Well, it got easier to forge after we knew how inconsistent my mom's. Signature could be because she sometimes signed it on a remote, and uh, I was just full of deceit and laziness and creative laziness and yeah. <laughs> badness. Well, he got better, and so did my brother. He's did get better. He's he's doing better now. So yeah, yeah I, it was just funny to me. Like, how do you almost fail fourth grade? That's bad. You've just learned the colors, basically. <laughs> Like the colors and who the first president is and basic math and where the bathroom is in your school. And you fail that. He did so bad at this one school. They sent him to a different school for like a year or two. And it was like fucking weird, like weird, weird ass kids. He's probably in like sixth grade. And when I would pick him up from school, he'd always be like, don't even get out of the car. Just, I want to get away from here as soon as possible. These people are so strange. And like they, it, it was it was like a little circus, like it was like a whole. It, it did not make sense. So these were how kids weird. Each and every kid disabilities of some sort. No, no, just weird. But these were like, kids who struggled. No, that's what I'm saying. This wasn't even. This was a <laughs> private school full of a bunch of kids with no social skills, and it was a regular school. Are you there was sure kids. that they didn't market themselves as sure. like a second chance school? I was 18. When I was picking them up, I know it was a, it was just a religious school full. And it was the reason it was so weird was because it was like known as a very small school that kids that had been homeschooled their whole life would just go straight into. Mm. And so none of these kids transferred from other schools where they'd been like developing alongside their peers for 12 years. They just mm -hmm. were all kids where it's like, yep, you're an only child. You've been homeschooled in you go. And like that was so it was like a whole bunch of kind of strange, odd bird kids. Very nice, I'm sure. But he did so bad at that school that <laughs> he didn't do uh, well there. <laughs> no, he hated it. He he just wouldn't do the work. He was like, Mom, none of my friends are here. My friend Willie is still at my old school. I hate it here. I hate it. Everybody's weird. Nobody wants to joke around. Like, <laughs> like that, that kind of stuff. And so he got he was doing so bad that my mom eventually was like, 
all right, well, we're pulling you out of sixth grade. We're, we're just we're pulling you out of sixth grade and I'm going to homeschool you at home for the rest of sixth grade. And I was like, this is bullshit. You're <laughs> not going to homeschool him. He's going to do whatever he wants all day and then get to go to a new school with his old friends next year. She's like, no, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to teach him and do everything. It started off strong where she was all amped up and psyched. And then within two weeks, it was like my brother would roll into the kitchen at <laughs> noon for a snack and then like take a worksheet that my mom got from some like online printout thing, go down half it, And it got to the point where my mom was like, all right, the only thing you have to do for the rest of the year is read. Uh, and it's like, it's like fucking March. At this point, like, the school year's not even close to over. It's the beginning of March. And she's like, all you have to do is read uh, The Adventures of Huck Finn and write a, a book report on it and then turn it in. And that's all you have to do. That's sixth grade. Motherfucker didn't do that. <laughs> he let it go. He put it off. He literally got a summary off off our family <laughs> computer because that's all we had at the time and he he looked it up got a summary went like basic bitch regurgitating all that like at the time he's telling me like she doesn't know how to check plagiarizing sites like that kind of stuff. <laughs> no and so he bullshits through that in no time at all never read the book and then because like he was afraid of getting found out for the longest time i could just like be sitting on the couch and be like uh or no, the book was like Tom Sawyer or something. And I, I'd be sitting on the couch and I'd be like, hey, get me a soda from upstairs and give me Cheez-Its. I'd be like, no. I'm like, I'm going to tell mom about Tom Sawyer. <laughs> <And> she's <laughs> like, you can't use this forever. Like, well, I'm going like, to use it until it stops working. <laughs> so, yeah, he, oh, so fucking lazy. He wouldn't do that. Did he, he go to college? Three months. Yeah. Yeah, he went to college and he's doing really well now. Like, uh, so good for him. He got all that out of his system. Late bloomer. So, I get that. Yeah. I was so jealous though at the time where I was like, yeah, he's, he's going to have a seven month summer. And he's like, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. For oh. him. but Yeah, for him. But for me, I was just seething about it. Like, <laughs> I wish I could play with Legos and lie to my parents about reading Tom Sawyer all day. <laughs> I don't think Colin gets the whole 180 days. You know, like, it seems like. Oh, is that just required? Oh, yeah, I don't. Not even now that you say it, I'm not positive that's a North Carolina thing, but I am that it was a New Jersey thing. It's 180 days, mm. and if they had snow days or something, they just tack them on in June. And they had to do them anyway. Helen doesn't start until Hope goes to school, and then he finishes when she gets out of school. But she's in college, and don't they have a shorter year? And then he seems mm -hmm. to get her entire vacation schedule, and you sort of mix that in with the public schools. Like anytime anyone gets off, so do we. And, yeah. you know, it, it, and then today, Jackie had, uh, she went to the doctor for a while and I'm like, where's his math book? I'm trying to do this. And she's like, I'm not that worried about it. I'm not there today. And it's, I'm an asshole. So I was like, well, don't twist my arm. I guess it's vacation for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I had my own little like revealed truth. I was talking to my dad recently like having lunch or something and it was like like right now is when like all the jewish holidays are, are cropping up mm. it seems like they like there seems like the jewish holidays there's a ton of them but they like they cluster them a lot around here too and I, I was like yeah like yom kippur one of those things that's coming up and he was like oh, i hate those jewish holidays and i was like why he's like 
they get to take off for Christmas and Easter and all of our holidays, but we don't get to take off for Yom Kippur or Hanukkah or this and that. And I was like, this son of a bitch. <laughs> that's, that's, that is bullshit. How come we don't get to take off their holidays too? I'm in favor of all religions being welcome and any day you want to make, make it as long as everybody gets the day off work or school. They could, they could have Stalin day and I'd be loud and proud <laughs> wearing my hammer and sickle hat, you know, as long as I didn't have to go to work. That's how I felt about smokers breaks for a while. As far as yeah. I know, I invented the secondhand smokers break and it hasn't been duplicated <laughs> since. <laughs> I used to work in customer support and uh, the way we worked is you work an eight hour day and for four hours you kind of worked calls that you didn't solve immediately and for four hours you accepted new calls. Well, these fuckers would take smokers breaks. So, like, I'm taking their calls because mm -hmm. they're not at their desk. And I'm like, this is just an unfair workload. Yeah, and then it's like I, 10 minutes an hour for some of them, where it's like, yeah, that's 40 minutes of your four hours here. And, and like, the whole time you, like, every time the phone rang, it was like, oh my God, I hope it's not a hard one. Calls it, it was ERP software, which is very complicated. And uh, the different some calls would be easy. You could solve them on the spot. Some calls would be tremendous. You need to like write programs to solve their problems. And you're just dreading that thing. There's a little triangle next to your name, and you're like, that lights up. Oh, <laughs> please don't light up. You know, I got, you know, I get to get out of the queue in 13 minutes. Can I go 13 minutes without a call? <laughs> I hope I can. And meanwhile, these guys are on smokers breaks. So yeah, I would just join them. Yeah, should just join. Just I did. That's a good, people. People should do this and just bring a pack of gum, mm. and just pop in a piece of gum, chew until they're done, and then throw it away. No one ever oh, this gave is my me gum a hard break. time. I feel like it. It was so obviously fair that non-smokers could take secondhand smoke breaks. Like yeah, that, how could you call that unfair? You're right. Yeah, and you get to live longer. <laughs> yeah, there's that. When, get to. Suicide's yeah, <laughs> yeah. the new joke now, right? Everyone is like, I hope yeah. I die. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's memeing on suicide. It's because it's funny. Like, being like, like, just, well, suicide is, well, no, no, it can be. You know? <laughs> it's definitely funny. Yeah, know, lots that of things guy, that bad uh, taste can be. From like Hungarian parliament or whatever. I don't even know what the fuck it was from okay. a couple of years ago. Or, who the meme of the guy taking the shot, the old man, where he was like I'm... standing, like he got accused of some war crime and he was like, I didn't do this and I'm not standing for this trial. This is bullshit. And he stood up and took a shot of literal poison in the middle of the room, just went, Whoa! killed himself right there. Oh. And he's just standing there like, what are you going to do? I'm dead. <laughs> like, and, and so I, I, that wow. guy ruled. <laughs> yeah. I don't know of a pleasant Fatal poison. Like, I have I to believe know. that's not a uh, favorable role. Uh, what? Yuck. I would hope it would just be something like morphine, where it's like Ooh. it immediately just you feel sleepy and then you're gone forever, like just dead. I would imagine that's Maybe, how it is. I don't know. Yeah, actually, I didn't consider the drug like option. You know, I only yeah. considered like the. I don't know, cyanide or something, but that probably sucks. Yeah. Have they ever interviewed somebody while they're dying from a cyanide pill? Wish they like, would. What is, you know, what we could just like what if we just microdosed until they couldn't be interviewed anymore and then we'd know. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Silicon Valley executive. That's why I microdose cyanide. <laughs> <laughs> Anthrax on the weekends, you know, tolerance break. Yeah. <laughs> nice little tea break.
Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. So do you think that impeaching Trump is a mistake? Uh, for the Democrats, yeah. Yeah, I think that if it's going to do, I think it's going to rile up people like Republicans who otherwise were kind of meh on him, mm-hmm. where, you know, like people who were like, yeah, he hasn't really followed through on a lot of promises. Seems like he's kind of just a neocon bitch. And then, but those people might get like, hey, oh, oh. We really are on the defensive. This is okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll go vote. I don't want him to get impeached. I may not like him, but I don't want him to get impeached. Like, I can see that segment of voters uh, coming out harder. Like, that's the risk with impeachment: is that like you're gonna rile up the other side, and if it fails, you're gonna dishearten your own side. Yeah, I think it's gonna fail. Anything could happen. No, it'll fail. It'll fail because they don't have the Senate, and I don't see any kind of like groundswell or even indication that Mm -hmm. the Senate might turn around and and they've stuck by him through some silliness right you know that's why i don't get why they're gonna push it like it seems like they're setting themselves up to lose i'm a little less pragmatic i think it's the right thing to do and i think that you do it because it's the right thing even if it's not good for you which might sound dumb but and and i recognize it's not pragmatic but gosh darn it like if he's doing impeachable shit all the time well what's he doing because i mean anything is impeachable yeah. Like if he blew his nose the misdemeanors wrong, for that. it's the mis- high crimes, but in particular, the misdemeanors. I'm Do you see the about. misdemeanors like they're claiming <laughs> no. it's like mean tweets. It's like literally <laughs> where it's like, yeah, well, you know what? You're a fucking fruit and I don't like you. And it's like <laughs> this latest one where he, he threatened to withhold the aid he was going to give the U- I'm saying Ukraine, not the Ukraine. He was going to withhold the aid that he was giving to Ukraine unless they investigated this political rival. There's some serious Banana Republic shit. Huh. So... Yeah, well, we'll see. It, nothing's going to happen. The Democrats are going to come out in a worse position than they are. They, like... I, I don't know why that is. I also want to say the Ukraine. Yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. Like, we never say, like, oh, Trump is negotiating with the Mexico or the Canada. <laughs> the Canada. <right? laughs> but... The Ukraine's going to be there. The Canada. The Fran- <laughs> we didn't invite the France. I don't care for yeah. that. <laughs> and apparently, I didn't realize this, but there's some like noise around calling it the Ukraine because that makes it a land and that makes it sort of a sub thing of Russia. It's politicized in ways that most Americans are not like tuned in, keyed into. So when you call it the oh Ukraine... Oh my God, what a dumb thing to care about. <laughs> <laughs> but when you call it the Ukraine, you're referring to it as like a land, like the Rockies or, you know, the Great Plains and not a sovereign nation. And, you know, Russia... The Ukrainians like, don't care for it. Is that what it is? Right, because I think Russia would like to have all of Ukraine and mm. referring to it as just like, a, you know, a geographical spot like the Rockies or the Great Plains makes it not a sovereign nation. Um or so I've read. So I try to call it Ukraine. Know. Also, you reveal that you're dumb if you call it the Ukraine, like I just did uh, 10 minutes ago. I don't, <laughs> so. I don't give a shit what's going on over there. I just I, I, I do not care unless they're making high-quality hockey players, they can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the season's rolling around. Yeah. Why does it seem like these bit countries are so important? Like it... Is Ukraine a like a geopolitical player on this planet? Don't they have a bunch of oil or something? That's where Hunter works. Or is that just works. Russia? <laughs> uh, do you know what Hunter did? Are you familiar with what like what Trump once investigated? Uh oh, that's Biden's son. I, yeah. No, I haven't kept up with it. I've been I can lay it out in less than a minute. Stuff. Yeah. 
So he's a lobbyist and an attorney, and he worked for this company called Burisma or something close to that. And they do natural gas and petroleum. Well, Biden and Obama wanted Ukraine to be more independent for energy of Russia, who was selling mm -hmm. them their natural gas and petroleum. So they gave them fracking technology to make this private company more effective and to make Ukraine less dependent on Russia, who is an enemy of the United States, on Ukraine you know, money and et cetera. So they're trying to split them apart a little bit. And uh, that's pretty sketch. They're claiming that Hunter never really talked to Joe about this kind of thing, and they're completely independent. And the fact that we gave them technology that helps their company, like, don't look into it. Taylor, just look away, would you? It's not sketch. Mm -hmm. and it, but it is sketch, right? Like, why was Hunter on the board of directors for a natural gas and petroleum company in the first place? He's not a geologist. He's not a, not a businessman. He's a lobbyist who's the yeah. son of the vice president of America. And, it, and they got what they needed. So um, anyway, Ukraine has a prosecutor that looked into him. He was corrupt as heck. He lost his job. The next prosecutor came in. He looked into him, said there was no, no funny business here. But if you view it through the side eye, who picked the next prosecutor that reanimated the case and said everything is cool? Like, did, was that under America's influence? Mm -hmm. Might have been. Oh, I'm sure it was. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I view what Hunter did as a little, as a lot suspect. I don't know why I said a little. Very suspect. I don't know how he got that job, how he got paid so much. America helped him out when his father's vice president. I, bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it's like, a, I really don't, I really don't care. <laughs> like I, I, I just don't care about what's going on with that. Like, no. like the, the the Bidens are all of these fucking families do evil shit. It's like they they like little things like that. Like that aren't gonna nobody's gonna get punished unless it's some low level guy who doesn't have political connections or some guy in Ukraine who they're like it was fucking Sergey the whole time. <laughs> you inventing things like that. They're not gonna get in trouble already. They're talking about stupid bullshit again instead of like the biggest story of the year epstein that's just gone just just gone, just gone. did you see that, uh, another ago. another story uh came out another little factoid about epstein that he was from his jail cell arranging payoffs for women huh not the behavior of a suicidal man is it no it's not it, it, it's it's so deep entrenched and nobody in the media wants to talk about it but we, we've talked about epstein enough god that guy <sighs> oh, so, that's so one ridiculous. of the so there, there's like a, a spectrum of conspiracy theories, right? There's the unlikely to be true ones way out there. I'll say flat earth, right? We can all agree that one's wacky town. And then there's the, well, it's hardly even a conspiracy theory. Uh, well, because the whole term conspiracy theory is meant to malign people into just believing what mainstream media says. It's meant to say, you really believe that rich people in the 1% conspire to fix pricing? I, and I think like conspiracy that, theory like predates this? that kind of intent, right? It, it, that, that's just an old term before probably television, right? But uh, maybe but <laughs> it, it, it's taken on a connotation and intentionally so by the media by going just labeling anything a conspiracy theory. It allows people who want to be perceived as more intelligent, just an easy off thing. Like I had so many people telling me the day of when I was saying like Epstein did not fucking kill himself. All this shit is going on. And they're like, huh. 
oh, people are so dumb. They'll, they don't even believe what every mainstream media source is saying mm -hmm. right now without evidence. They, they, these are the same people who told us Iraq was fine. And the people who told us before a lot of attacks are done in firearm things, they're like, there's no motive. Definitely not. Uh, Notre Dame's on fire, but we know it was like, just happened randomly. It's an 1,100-year-old church. And this sort of thing happens, I guess, once every 1,100 years. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, where it's headed with that is I feel like the Epstein thing is more on the more than likely true side of the conspiracy Absolutely. theory spectrum. Yeah. You know, it, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I find it to be an interesting dividing line on how, how quickly you are to buy into the non-prescribed line of thinking. You know, like yeah. if, if you don't buy the Epstein thing, if you thought it was likely that the cameras just went down and they took them off suicide watch and they had people who weren't supposed to be watching them watching them and they just happened to be napping and this mm -hmm. and that and they took him out of a room with journey. another guy yeah. and and they put him into this room where he'd be all alone and you know <laughs> whatever they his said, attorney described him as delusionally optimistic about his chances right? and, and yeah. the fact that he's making plans from the cell like hey when i'm out of here you're not allowed to talk i'm gonna give you a quarter mil like, <laughs> I, I just, that's one of the, the ones fact that, that his partner is like a Mossad agent like in like the cia Mossad kind of deep entrenched shit like <laughs> come on yeah. and people will still go yeah but fox and cnn they said, like, don't even look into this. They said it's illegal to read the WikiLeaks, so I'm just going to believe what <laughs> fucking Hannity and uh, fucking John, Don Lemon say. It's like, <laughs> ugh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> yeah, that's... that. Yeah, yeah that one is, is one that, you know, I wish... I don't know, I wish we could get some more truth in. Someone could dig into it a little deeper. But Yeah, nobody will. Nobody will. Well, we'll put it right there with the Panama Papers. Yep, with the Panama Papers and... You know all the all the wars we get into and all the, all the other things. Uh, when yeah. Venezuela is a huge threat, all of a sudden, or you know, we got to. Uh, oh Christ! I've said all this a hundred times. Not interesting. Yes. Oh, I'm sure all these countries are run by madmen, and we have your best interests in mind. All oh, the rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> PKN two sixty six.